Welcome to Modern Aikidoist Podcast. My sincere thanks to the listeners who have liked, subscribed, and commented. I'd also like to thank the people that have contacted me privately with your own comments. Your interest is noticed and deeply appreciated. Are martial arts really arts as opposed to a science? We usually connect arts with subjects involving imagination and creativity, and these are based on the artist's personality and talent. Let's use the example of painting as an art. A painting can be literally of anything, and the attractiveness of that painting is entirely subjective on who is looking at it. There's no such thing as a wrong painting. The same can be said of sculpture. Some are more attractive than others, but that's only your opinion. A painting or sculpture you find boring, someone else finds completely captivating. A martial art is clearly not like this, but why not? The reason is that a martial art also serves a function. And that is, at least if you trace that martial art back to its origins and the time when it was designed to prevail in a physical conflict. Some arts have evolved to the point where they no longer provide that function. Quite a few, in fact. Sport martial arts are more often than not hybrids which provide a highly specialized function. A martial art is more like architecture than painting because architecture not only has an aesthetic aspect, but the functional aspect. It's a combination of these two. While you could design a house where the bedroom and the garage were the same room or the bathroom was in the kitchen, these would be utter failures. In architecture, there is freedom to design buildings, but also some pretty strict limitations that one must stay within. I think martial arts is much the same way. Certain realities must be accounted for, and that is, function is dictated by reality. The art aspect of architecture comes not from the function, though. Once you've fulfilled the purpose that the building needs to serve, the architect then designs the style and the appearance of the building to be pleasing to the eye. The aesthetic may alter the design somewhat, but not so much that it loses the function. Function and style must be complementary, and if there's a conflict, function must win out, or the building will not serve its occupant very well. In our modern age, the aesthetic of martial arts has become an art form all on its own. Just look at the spectacular choreography of fights in the movies and on TV. Martial arts and combat were appreciated for their aesthetic beauty dating back to the ancient Greeks. The folk dances of many cultures used the movements and body positions of warriors as the basis for their dances. Essentially, the way of fighting was turned into an aesthetically pleasing activity which wasn't actually fighting. Warriors would perform these dances as part conditioning, part movement practice, social bonding, and just for enjoyment. Would learning the dance based on fighting movements teach you about fighting? Not really. They would do a decent job of preparing your body, though, which builds fitness and improves health. Even pursuing the aesthetic alone can provide benefit, but you have to appreciate the difference between beauty and function. When we think of the opposite of art, we think science. Science is entirely based in function, especially the hard sciences of mathematics, physics, chemistry, etc., Personal creativity or pursuit of aesthetic beauty have no real influence on science. Either something is correct or it's not. The parameters of science are inflexible. Physics doesn't care how you perceive them or what your opinion is. They function as they do regardless of whether you believe in them or not. The result is paramount in a science. An aesthetic has nothing to do with the result. I believe martial arts and physical conflict have an element of science to them in that the results are of paramount importance. Either you survive a fight or conflict, or you don't. From a sport martial arts standpoint, either you outperform your opponent, or you don't. From a self-defense standpoint, either you survive your encounter, or you don't. Obviously, fighting and conflict is not a pure science, but I think it's worth considering that it has some of the elements of a science, 
being that can you repeat success by using consistent methods. I find using scientific methods of testing technique to be extremely helpful in honing my abilities. Is there an aesthetic element to Aikido or martial arts? People often comment about how beautiful Aikido looks, so clearly the aesthetic aspect is being pursued these days. Was that always true? In looking at the footage of Osensei, it seems clear that the function was of the highest priority at that time. One could appreciate a certain amount of aesthetic beauty in the techniques he demonstrated, but modern Aikido seems to have taken pursuing aesthetic beauty of the art to higher levels. In some cases, it seems to me that the pursuit of pretty-looking Aikido has taken priority over it being functional. The most obvious example is how long some nages allow an uke to be behind them. From a fighting standpoint, having somebody behind you is extremely dangerous. You can only allow that if you know that your uke or your attacker has been trained not to take advantage of this opportunity, and he won't attack you from behind, striking you in the back of the head, trying to control you or choke you. This is where I think Aikido has lost ground since Osensei's passing. Whether it was the pursuit of pretty-looking Aikido, a fun dance-like activity, or some combination of spiritual, meditative, or philosophical aspect, the martial integrity of Aikido has largely been compromised. To go back to the architecture analogy, you can build a fantastic-looking house with a very functional layout, but if that house is built on sand and lacks a good foundation, it will be unsafe to live in. It might look great for a short time, but it won't last long. The visual beauty of martial arts is heavily affected by movies and TV. It's there to entertain. We humans are drawn to things which are attractive to the eye. Hollywood and the entertainment industry found long ago that violence drew crowds. They also found out over time that crowds liked visually appealing versions of violence, and the violence which has been presented has drifted far away from reality into fantasy. Fight choreography is far different from actual fighting. The human brain, from an information processing standpoint, takes what it sees as reality. This makes us easily deceived by what we see. I believe this is why there are so many misunderstandings about violence and fighting, because what we see on a movie screen seems plausible. A lot of work and great care has been taken to make a dramatic fight scene look as though it could be real, and that's the magic of Hollywood. A magician can make the Statue of Liberty appear to vanish, and it looks like it really did, but our logical mind knows that it is physically impossible. If you don't know the solution for how the magician did it, the mind will forever be in doubt. Modern fight choreography is based on fighting movements. If it wasn't, it wouldn't look believable. We must remember that they are crafted to be dramatic and visually enticing. You can see this not only in the movements they have the actors doing, but in the dramatic poses that are used. We must take care to realize that entertainment violence is not real. It's a rough caricature of violence. How powerful is the imagery we see? Back when the original Dirty Harry movie came out, sales of the 44 Magnum pistol skyrocketed. Not only among civilians, but police officers were buying them up and carrying them. It didn't matter that the 44 Magnum was an extremely impractical sidearm to carry. It's extremely heavy and unwieldy. Yet, the movie told a compelling story about how powerful and effective it was when the reality is far different. Having Clint Eastwood state that it was the most powerful handgun in the world and do you feel lucky was great drama. As fantastic as that scene was, that doesn't change the reality. A great deal of the criticism of Aikido is that it has lost practical foundation as a functional martial art. It's fine to pursue the other traits Aikido has, whether they are philosophy, spirituality, self-improvement, good movement and balance, etc. 
Just think about whether the house you're building is on sand or if it is on a solid foundation. And like our architect, are you building that house to be aesthetically pleasing or are you building it to be functional or are you building it to be both? This is good food for thought. What other topics are you interested in hearing about covered on this podcast? Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also go to the Facebook group Aikido the Marshall side and post a comment there. Your input engagement helps podcasts like this stay around. Please support it by liking, subscribing, and sharing. Enjoy your training.